didn't see you there. Would you guys like to set sail on this ocean of flavor with me? I'll be your captain. I'm Steve Harrington. <laughs> and I'm Colin. And I'm Whitney, and this is Scoops Ahoy, a Stranger Things podcast, where we go week by week, chapter by chapter, taking a look at every single episode of Stranger Things. We have now made it through every single episode, and we are now in the deep, dark void as we wait for season five, but there was a little bit of light, like a little teeny pinprick of light at the end of the tunnel, maybe now that the strike's over. The strike is over, and the Duffers are in Georgia, so that's... yeah. So that's that's progress. Yes. And I think um, if you guys don't follow Kara, I think she's under Stranger Things Lady on on Twitter. She does like the best, like she has really good up to date info about where they are in filming. And like she knows all the background about like when the table read is all that sort of stuff. So if you want to keep up with that sort of thing, I would highly suggest following her. Yeah, I'll I'll link to her in our in our in our social links so you guys can find that easily. So yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's exciting. So I know. I know. I really, I really think there's a possibility we could get it in 2024 now. That's optimistic. But I'll I think I'll, it'll I'll be I think it'll be a Christmas. Yeah. I think so. I think so too, based on some of the things that we've seen. Yes. Some of the, yeah. And so that times with you know, a year from now, yeah, possibly get it. It's just, it's just so funny hearing you like at the beginning of each one say, you know, we've made it through every single episode. It's like, yes, we have for for a year and a half. We have been yeah. through every single yeah. single episode. Yep. Nothing nothing has changed. We're still in nope. the yeah, but, but yeah, we're still here. We are year and a half later. We're still here. So, um, okay. Before we get into things, I uh, wanted to go through a couple of things uh, first before we get into uh, this week's episode. We need these '80s songs. Uh, which which should be fun. Um, we Whitney and I were actually talking and want to kind of get your guys' take on this too. We have been considering doing a Patreon feed, and we've also been considering doing some merchandise and wanted to kind of get your guys' take on that if you would be either interested in either, none, or both. Um, Patreon, we don't really know how what kind of form that would take. Obviously, you know, we would keep the costs you know, way low. It's not about, you know, making money. Oh, it's, I think Patreon, you can donate however much you want. Yeah. Um, I know, I know things have different levels. You can do a dollar a month or mm-hmm. you know, whatever. So, um, but just to, to give a little bit more content and stuff like that. So well, we had someone asked for it. They asked yeah. if we had one. So yeah. I talked to Colin. I was like, we don't, but should we, we? Like- <laughs> they might, who knows? <laughs> Uh, and then kind of merchandise wise, we've always kind of toyed with the idea of doing, you know, T-shirts with the logo of the podcast on it or, you know, coffee mugs or stickers or something like that. So if you guys are interested yeah. in either both or none, uh, let us know. And if you are interested in either or both, let us know kind of what you're what you're might be looking for, whether it's yeah. a particular kind of merchandise or a particular kind of content for the Patreon or whatever. And we will we will go from there. So. Yeah, either way, I'm we're not going to be offended if you say no. So I just Yeah, know. absolutely. We're just we're just curious cuz we have no idea. We're we're happy to do whatever. Um mm-hmm. but we don't want to assume cuz you guys are the ones that would be devouring the content. So it's no skin off our nose, but just wanted to see what you guys think. No, no. So. Right. Okay, so let's get on to the episode this week which is um a list of songs mainly from the 80s. 
but songs that have not yet made an appearance in Stranger <clears throat> Things that we think would be very appropriate or we, you know, just like the song and would like to hear it somehow or whatever based on Stranger Things so far. So thanks again to Stefan and Quinn, both of whom uh, suggested this as a topic. So we're going to do that. Mm-hmm. And then thanks also to Harry, who had a great suggestion, and that is uh, putting together a Spotify playlist of all these songs. So I'll be doing that. Actually, I'm doing it between the time of recording and the time of release. So when this releases, hopefully, there will be a Spotify playlist and I will, um, we will also link to that too. So you guys can go and listen to, I think all but one of these songs is on Spotify um, as I was going. Oh, really? But yeah, I think there was only one that I, that that wasn't on Spotify. So, uh, and it was one of Tom Waits' songs that Harry suggested. So, um, so. Well, you know, I think you know this about me, but like, I am terrible at knowing the names of songs. I know a lot of the songs. But half of the time we're going to be talking and you're going to tell me, I'm going to be like, yep, sounds great. But I will not have any idea what it is until I go and listen to it. Yeah. Like half of yours, I'm like, I know, I, I know two. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. I can, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. But Just like, the- if I hear them, I'll know them, but I, I'm looking at your, at your titles and I know I recognize two. Yeah. So, so, Okay. All right, so let's get into this. I know we basically Stranger Things tries to keep it, um, you know, within the time frame. You know, they're not doing. You know, generally they try to. Mm -hmm. So the show left off on March 29th, nineteen eighty six, in their timeline. So anything after that, you know, I mean, obviously anything before that is fair game. But you know, so we're kind of looking for things maybe in the eighty seven, eighty eight range, depending on what year it is when they, you know when they come back um but again we're not we're not staying hard and fast to that by any stretch so okay i will start with my five i put i put a list of five together mm-hmm. and bear with us a little bit because of the 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 editing might be get a little funky but it'll it'll it should work out all right in the end um because we have clips for most of these songs so you guys can play through that i i went through and i ran them all through the youtube copyright infringement generator and they they all should be fine so hopefully hopefully we're good and actually i probably didn't even need to say that because it should be seamless by the time it gets to you it's just right i was like why'd you bring it up it's it's just the editing that's going to be an issue so we'll see we'll see how it goes but i think we should be okay so my first one is from my favorite ever band from the 80s and that is in excess um i have loved in excess from the very early days um of them i kind of discovered them I don't really even know how, um, but I remember even before Shabu Shaba, I think it was their second album underneath the covers, yeah, underneath the colors. Uh, I started listening to them and kick is probably still my all time favorite album. When I got my turntable here, it was the first album that I actually played on my turntable. I just, I love in excess. She's got the look. Is that in excess? That's Roxette. She's, no. Oh yeah, you're that's right. That's the look. The look is Roxette. She's got the look as Prince. Or you got the look as Prince. You I'm got the look. Roxette. Roxette nope, is I'm of Roxette. yeah. No, 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 no. She's got the look. That's yeah. Roxette. Yeah. In excess is obviously new sensation and the one thing and what you Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Okay. But Kick was their big album in 1987. So I was trying to figure out a song that I could kind of pick off there that might actually work in Stranger Things. So I came up with this one never tear us apart. And they could never tear us apart. 
Crush came out as a single in June of 1988. The album came out in October of 87. I still remember buying it. I still remember listening until until my ears bled. I just love the album. And I still, I think it's probably top five albums of all time for me. So I thought that would be a good kind of moody song. I mean, I like, you know, New Sensation and those kind of songs. I think I this, like a lot they better. Used, but... I think they used a version of this in the Umbrella Academy. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. In one of the songs. If it's That's the song I'm thinking of. So that's my first one. My second one is from probably my second favorite band from the 80s, and that's Depeche Mode. I was a huge and still am a huge Depeche Mode fan. So this song is kind of a it, it's kind of a it's uh it's not one of their singles. The, the, the song is Never Let Me Down Again, but this is the aggro mix, which was really wasn't really even released. It was kind of a B-side when Music for the Masses came out in August of 87. So this is Never Let Me Down Again, the aggro mix. And I thought that would be good. It's just, it's just kind of a um, really kind of moody, synthy kind of, you know, back ground atmosphere kind of song you know kind of driving uh you know synth kind of stuff so i thought that would be good and then probably my favorite song from the 80s is blue monday by new order so but the but you know the the version that we all know from new order um is just so iconic it was used in atomic blonde and a bunch of other stuff obviously um it's and wonder woman 1984 had a version of it too so I kind of actually took my cue from Stefan and we'll talk more about that when we get to his. Um, but he suggested for one of his songs, a trailerized version of a 1980s song. And what we mean by that is essentially what they did with separate ways, the journey song last year, uh, last season for stranger and things. Like what so they did with thriller and yeah. season two. So they take the song and it's kind of re-recorded and remixed and slowed down and so it's called the trailerized version. So this is a trailerized version of Blue Monday by Pitchhammer. How does it feel to treat me like you do when you've laid your hands upon me? Again, the original song came out in 1983. This is a remix that was just done, you know, a couple years ago or within the past 10 years or so. But I really love the whole Blue Monday idea. And I thought it'd be kind of neat to do a trailerized version, which leads me to my next one, which is Mad World by Tears for Fears. And another this song is so depressing. It is a very depressing song. All, I think, even... of is, all <laughs> I think of is Donnie Darko. And you think it's more de depressing than check out this version, which is, <laughs> yeah. the, which is the trailerized version <laughs> by Svi, which is a, uh, I think they're a German uh, synth pop outfit, but they again, just redid this. The original song came out in 1982 um, but this is the trailerized version of Mad World, so get your Kleenex out. Yeah, it's just, I mean, good Lord, could, could you make a song more slow and more... <laughs> more morose but yeah all and i then, think of is donnie darko i've never seen that actually i probably should at some point i don't know if you'd like it yeah 
I, it's it's never been on a list of songs I wanted to watch, so we'll, we'll put it's it that like way. It's like super trippy. Yeah. And one of those just... It's one of those movies that people tell you like, oh, if you don't like it, then you don't understand it. Right, and yeah. It it's a, it's, a, makes... it's a work of cinema, yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. Don't yeah. like that. Yeah. And my last song, speaking of very slow and very, you know, depressing songs, is <laughs> Queen's Who Wants to Live Forever, which I've always loved. And it came out in September of 86, so kind of would fit in the timeline, I would imagine, somewhere in that in that realm. So here's a little clip of that. And I just, again, it's, it's just the, I mean, it, it, like a typical queen song, it's kind of all over the place. It kind of, it's kind of slow. It's kind of grand. It's kind of, you know, big, and then it's small and, you know, but it's, it's, you know, as far as the lyrics go and the whole, who wants to live forever idea and, and facing mortality and all that kind of stuff. So I, those are my five songs. And I thought I tried to try to kind of, you know, be a little bit or have a little bit of variety I mean, in it. So, so I'm not good at this. I realized. So that's what I came up with. <laughs> not great at because and here's why i had such a hard time because in my head i don't see a lot of light-hearted moments in the final season because no. it's just i feel like we're just gonna be balls to the walls from the time that we start like it's just gonna be non-stop them trying to fight beckness so i it's right. hard it was hard for me to think of songs that would work with the the like potential scenes that would happen right so in some of mine like okay my first one it does not go with the timeline at all but it is like my, one of my maybe my all-time favorite song. i think it's I your all-time favorite song yeah it's, it it's, might yeah. be um you guys have heard me mention it before but it's betty davis eyes by kim carnes and here's the clip of it It was made, it came out in 1981, so it doesn't fit the timeline. But the only way I could imagine this song working is if it was just like if there was like a juxtaposition of something terrible going on, but it yeah. worked kind of like if you ever saw the movie Final Girls, they actually yeah. used this song. Yeah. And that could be, that could be a flashback or something too, which might, yeah. So, you know, okay. So it's kind of, because I mean, it, it is very period specific. It's it's a very, you know, it's it just not, has that sound. Yeah, you hear I it, and you're like, oh, that's an early '80s song. Yeah, there's yeah. no, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was my first one. Um, a lot of these, I, <laughs> you guys are gonna, I googled like apocalyptic '80s songs because <laughs> I was trying to think of something that fits. Well, I googled, you know, top alternative songs of the '80s, just so you know, to see if there was anything I was going to forget or something. No, so. I went with. Um, apparently, there was a boom of uh, just nuclear songs about nuclear war. I guess in the '80s. Sure. Well, it, it was on a lot of people's minds, certainly. At yeah. The time, so, so. Um, don't you forget about me, which I would love to see them use it. Don't know if they will because it's already just so connected to Breakfast Club. Right. I don't know if they would, but I could see them using it at the end. Yeah, and here's like, here's a clip of that. Yep. Don't you 
Uh, my next one uh, is Forever Young, and a lot of people will connect. I love the song. I do too. I love, love, love this song, yeah. and I could see it actually working. Yeah, this season somehow I could see it being fitted. So here's a clip of that. Uh, it was actually the first time I think I ever heard it was in Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, I right. They, yeah. I think they yeah. use it at the prom. They're dancing. Yeah. yeah. And then Jay-Z sampled it on yes, he did. his album, The Blueprint. I think so. Yeah. I yeah. remember hearing it. Yeah. So it's popular. You've probably heard it before and you just didn't know that's what it's called. Let's dance yes, style. Let's dance for a while. Yep. Yes. Yes. Yep. Um, and then this one might be a little, my next one might be a little too on the nose, but I think uh, it could be used in like, I think it could be used in a very funny montage scene of sure. them like prepping for the monster and like getting ready to like for the big battle. And it is, it's the end of the world as we know it by REM. It came out in 1987. Here's a clip of that. I didn't realize that there was such a thing as trailerized versions of songs. I didn't know it had a name. Right. Like I thought it was just like, oh, I didn't know that they made them beforehand. I thought they made them right. specifically for the trailers. They don't. Uh, a lot of a lot of these things, and and I know the the group that we'll get to when we when we get to Stefan's. Um, there's a whole industry of these uh musicians or or groups or whatever that make music specifically for trailers that's insane i had no or, idea that was or a thing. for you know for for people to use you know in their own you know you know personal things you know i, I think mm -hmm. it's i think they do it in the hopes that a studio will go ooh let's use that you know and, yeah. and a lot of times it happens um but yeah i mean if you but like the Stranger yeah. Things one, like they tie in the Stranger Things music. Right. They, that so was that specifically for Stranger okay. Things. Yeah, that was, but I, I'm sure a lot of these movie studios that are doing these trailers actually, you know, they, I don't know if they go on Spotify, but, you know, they find yeah. or or they have these, these so, groups or these people that send them these like, versions of songs you know yeah so, yeah so i guess that's what i'm saying this is my bonus song would be i have this song specifically picked up for the trailer so it would be some sort of trailerized version of this i didn't know to look it up to see if mm -hmm. that exists already and it's where the streets have no name by yes. youtube it came out in august of 1987 it's just got that slow build yeah to it. well i love and, and I'll, I'll play whichever clip you want me to play but i love the live version from rattle and hum which oh, which is I'm I'm not even a huge U2 fan, but I love Rattle and Hum the movie so much, um, and I was so bummed out when the when the soundtrack or, you know the album mm -hmm. Rattle and Hum came out because they didn't have Where the Streets Have No Name on it, and then mm -hmm. finally, relatively in the recent past, they did like an expanded version and they included the the version that starts with you know it, it's the it, it's when the movie goes from black and white to color and it starts with larry coming out on stage and king king ding you know and then it just mm -hmm. launches into it you know everything goes to color and it's all crazy and it's awesome so um 
yeah I, I love that song and i love that version of it so I'll, I'll play whichever you know whichever version you want me to play but i i don't know you can play whatever you want I okay will so, let you so here's have... here, here's the version here's a clip of the live version okay uh from that I mean, I mean, it's just, it's just so awesome. And, and if, if, if you guys haven't seen Rattle and Hum, just skip to about halfway through when it goes from black and white to color. And, and that, that is a song. It's just, it's such an amazing movie moment. It, I just love it. So, okay. Anyway, okay. Go ahead. And my last one, I didn't realize that so many people had picked this song when I chose this song, but it totally makes sense. Yeah. But I chose the final countdown by Europe but as we said there's a couple other people who picked that song but they chose the trailerized version right they that was the song that they would pick to be in yeah that was that was Stefan's original one that's what kind of got this whole ball rolling as he was saying we should maybe subconsciously I knew that and like that's why I picked it I mean in my head I only I just think of the Spongebob episode where they play it you know what i'm talking about yeah i do actually <laughs> i've completely forgotten about it but yes oh yeah that's what yeah. i like immediately yeah. connect yeah. to with that song but it is such a good song like and it would work yeah with this yeah so we'll we'll talk more about that in a bit when we yeah. get to these so, emails but yeah those are mine i think out of all those my top one that i would really 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 want to see would be forever young i think i don't know if the time has passed for it though because it's 1984 yeah, I mean, I know they they kind of go back, uh, you know, to obviously a, a couple of years. And and if you think about like, you know, today, if you turn on the radio, you're hearing songs from three, four years ago. I mean, it's not, oh, yeah, it's not crazy to hear, you know, Call Me Maybe or a Katy Perry mm-hmm. song or an Ariana right. Grande song or you know something that's not in the you know top forty right now. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't know if if I had to pick one of my five. I mean, I love. I mean, anything in excess would be would be great, but they don't really fit with stranger things i want you to look at the at the version in umbrella academy it's on the umbrella academy soundtrack i can't remember who sings it but it's really really good okay yeah and i'll we can post a link to it too so people can see that too so um but yeah i think i think blue monday is it's just such an iconic song and it's almost to the point where it's almost overplayed as a as you know the 80s song you know you think of all the movie trailers and everything anytime anything is said in the 80s you have to be playing blue monday so um, oh yeah but i do like that version um, that i found so so anyway you want to get into some emails oh yes oh actually before we do that we completely forgot to mention uh spotify wrapped um (gasps) oh yeah Tell out. them our stats. Yes. So thank you, obviously, all of you who um, hit us up in the Discord or Facebook or Twitter or email or whatever and mentioned, you know, how how high we are in your Spotify rap. That was that was really neat to see. So we went in as the artist or the podcaster, I guess, to kind of yeah. get our own stats um, to see how it, you know, how how we're how we're doing in the podcast world. So it turns out we are streamed in 70 different countries. Uh, only only 56% of our listeners are in the U.S., which is kind of neat. So 44% of our listeners are outside of the U.S. And I know obviously Canada and Australia and Greece and the U.K. and Dubai and um, all over the place. So that's, that's kind of neat. Uh, most of our new listeners were in uh, Japan, 
for 2023 was number one. Hong Kong was number two. Egypt was number three. And Switzerland was number four. Um, we had a 45% increase in followers over last year, which is always great, because, especially because there is no Stranger Things you know, going on. Right. So, um, we were a top 10 podcast for 2,600 fans. We were a top five podcast for 1,800 fans. And we were the number one podcast for 455 people somewhere in the world so that's that's very cool and obviously we want to thank all of you uh who are listening and making it possible and it's just it's just really neat to you know we we obviously know how many people listen and download and and stuff like that you know we get the stats from our server and stuff but it's just always kind of nice to you know get some get some validation and and know that it's not like bots and you know yeah it feels good so so yes thank you all we we appreciate you guys and and we're here as as long as we can be so yeah as long as we can uh paloma faith that's who sings it okay i've heard of her yeah okay are we ready for emails okay emails yes uh our first one is from luca they say hey con and whitney how are you i'm so sorry i couldn't write in for the last few episodes i've just been so busy The day your last episode came out, I left with my class to Yosemite. It was so fun. It even snowed, which is very rare where I live in L.A. Right now, now, I'm in Hawaii, which is like a second home to me. Man, you're living the life. Also no snow, but yeah. Right? Anyways, here's my song list. Number one, Take On Me by AHA came out in April of 1985. We have a clip of it. Yay. Which is, I, I think that and Blue Monday really are the two like iconic 80s songs, right? I mean, you think of 80s songs. I mean, it's like, I mean, I I just think, you know, especially with the music video when that came out and stuff, it's just, it's just such a, it's almost overplayed, but it's, you know, it's still such a great song. It's just, it's incredible. Wasn't Finn in a video of a remake for Take On Me? I don't know. I think he was. Maybe with Weezer. They redid it. Somebody, yeah, somebody did redo it. Yeah. I think Finn was in a music video for it. I'll, we'll look it up. I will not right now, but I will look it up. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Number two is we don't have a clip of it's Free Fallen by Tom Petty, but it is a great song. Uh number three, Sunday Bloody Sunday by U2. Yep. Number four, Sweet Child of Mine by Guns N' Roses came out in June of 1988, which is maybe my all-time favorite Guns N' Roses song. Um, but we have a clip of it. Here it is. And while I love all these songs, I just am excited to see how they could possibly use them in right. this season. Yeah. Because I just don't know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But they always do because I would never have imagined uh hazy shade of winter being creepy no in the way they yeah. played it it was yeah. well it even even you know california dreaming right? yes yeah yeah which you know makes total sense but you know i, I wouldn't have ever thought that they would have Mm-mm. used that you know anywhere so yeah right Any, anything can 
Um, I love this one. Walk like an Egyptian by yeah, the Bangles. That's a great it's, one. Yeah, it's just hilarious. Beat it by Michael Jackson. I'm yep. on fire by Bruce Springsteen. They yeah, say thank those you are guys good. and stay strange. Sincerely, Luca. All right, thanks, Luca. Next one's from Harry. Hello to Whitney and Colin and to everyone listening. I have a list of song suggestions for season five, and I'll do my best to keep it short, especially since you guys are going to hate 100% of my suggestions. Why? I don't know. They're all pretty good, actually. Uh, obviously, the first episode needs to feature the Smiths' girlfriend in a coma from August of 87. Here it is. Harry says, I know, I know, it's serious. Have you ever read that book? No. It was by the same guy that created the idea. He created the name for Generation X, I think. I don't know. Doug something. I know, I know, it's serious. Uh, I don't know. Hopefully, it. he says, no one is annoyed by that jokey suggestion, but I would laugh and then feel bad about myself, obviously, <laughs> with Max being in a coma. But that's kind of funny. <laughs> for the romantic scene with Mike and Eleven, how about Ter- uh, Terrence Trent Darby's Sign Your Name? And it's actually... Um, Harry pointed this out. I had no idea that Terrence Trent Darby isn't Terrence Trent Darby anymore. And he isn't Terrence Trent Darby anymore. He's Sananda Matraya, I think is his name. He he has decided to get rid of his Terrence Trent Darby. Persona. I wouldn't, I don't know either of them. So. Yeah. So here's that song. Harry says they started out as friends, right? The only problem is that song might be too sexy times for their relationship, Mike and Eleven. Uh, then again, the Duffers might surprise us and go byler. If so, this song might not be sexy times enough. <laughs> for the scene where Vecna finally returns to his own world and walks the streets of Hawkins, how about Run DMC's UB Illin? Because this dude walked in looking strange and kind of funny. Honestly, for a show... <laughs> For a show set in the 80s, Stranger Things suffers from a serious lack of early rap music. They actually do. I, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Then when Eleven and the gang go looking for clues at Brenner's house, they'll run into his much neglected adult daughter who is cleaning out his crap and listening to his favorite music, which is 1910 Fruit Gum Company's May I Take a Giant Step Into Your Heart. And this one didn't clear the YouTube copyright, but it will be on this playlist. So you guys can check this out. But it is just such a typical, stereotypical 1960s kind of bubblegum pop, you know, kind of thing. Kind of like Sugar mm-hmm. Sugar, you know, one of those. Yeah. Um, which he, he says it's 60s bubblegum pop with lyrics like, though I may be getting older, my eyes still my favorite game. Girl, I got to have your permission if our needs to be the same, which he says are perfect lyrics for an evil jerk like Brenner. Finally, for the scene at the end where Hopper and Joyce are together and the whole crew of little heroes are having a celebratory meal before they all go their separate ways, I would like to hear Tom Waits' Time from 1985. Uh, she said she'd stick around until the bandages came off. But these mama's boys just don't know when to quit. And Matilda asked the sailors, because it's time, time, time that you loved. It's the time, time, time. And as a bonus song, he says, speaking of Tom Waits, for the cast and crew rap party, the second to last song should be his take one last look just to make everyone cry. The last song of the rap party should be something happy and upbeat so people can dance away their tears. And this is the one that I couldn't find on Spotify anywhere. So uh, you can find it on YouTube. And, you know, if you Google it, you'll find it. So Tom Waits' take one last look. It's actually a good song and, and would be great for a rap party. So... Uh, best wishes, Harry says. I hope the show is in production when you nary, when you air your next episode. I also hope everyone loves these entirely serious suggestions. <laughs> best, Harry in Seattle. Thanks, Harry. 
Uh, next up, we have Nemo. Hi, hope you're doing well. My hopes for the soundtrack in season five is that it will include the original Heroes 77 by David Bowie. No more covers, please. Which I I agree. Yeah, I think it would be. Yeah, because the the Peter Gabriel version, obviously, we Mm -hmm. heard many times. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Small town boy. Stevie Cole knows why. And it's a Byler reference like that is they were (laughs) all thinking that it was going to be. I think I think a lot of them were thinking it was going to be like the lyrics to that. We're going to. No, no, no. It's on. Someone made up a playlist and said that it was on Mike's playlist or something. Oh, okay. That's how that came about. Gotcha. And maybe please, please, please let me get what I want or heavens. No, heaven knows I'm miserable now. It came out in 1984. Um, we have a, we have a clip of that. I skipped. Yeah. Over. Both are by the Smiths, but this is, this is heaven knows I'm miserable now. Two lovers and twine pass me by and heaven knows I'm miserable now. Uh, they said, I feel like Will and the Smiths would be a good combo in general. I can see that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe heroes could play during some kind of reunion after the big fight, since both the times it has played before has been some kind of separation, finding Will's body, and then the buyers moving to California, which I think would be a good parallel. I'd love to see some of the season one songs revisited too, or at least some returning artists, maybe The Clash. We're definitely getting The Clash. Yeah, we'll get The Clash again. And obviously Dixon and, Dixon, and Stein will, Dixon and Stein will be around too, I'm assuming. There's no reason that they won't be. So we'll have. All oh, yeah. Obviously. But we know the opening scene is going to be. Did we talk about that in the last? Yeah, episode? we did. We did with the. Uh, yeah. The, yeah. The, with, it's going to be a flashback of Will. Right. Yeah. yeah. So that is it. for. Okay. Me. Next one is from Stefan. Uh, whose fault this whole thing is. So yes, blame him <laughs> or Quinn, either one or both. Uh, <laughs> Stefan says, hi, Whitney. Hi, Colin. First of all, I'm so happy that my dear with the songs actually became one of your episodes. Thanks so much. When I thought about the perfect, perfect songs for season five, there was always one song in particular in my head, a dark version of final countdown, which we mentioned earlier. So here's the version, um, that he was talking about. It's by damned Anthem. So check this out. Stefan says, I pictured the song playing just before the party has their final fight against Vecna, similar to the dark version of Separate Ways in season four. I think this could be epic. I think so, too, actually. It'd be really good. That's a really good version, too. I like it. My second choice would be the original version of Heroes by David Bowie, a song that should be played in the very last scene of the show when we see Mike and Will walk away into the sunset holding hands. I know what you're about to say, Whitney, but let me just read my little dream bit. Damn it. (laughs) I'm at it, buddy. My third pick would be I'm Alive by the Hooters. Got no thorn in my side, got no secrets to hide. I'm completely and utterly amused. I'm alive, I'm alive. It's a beautiful day, and I'm happy to say I'm alive. I'm alive. Which was actually released in 2007, but it's an 80s band, so it still counts. I actually like the Hooters when they came out. They did um, And We Danced. 
Um, oh yeah, kind of a, a and they did another song too, which I liked. I can't remember what it was. Um, uh, so it still counts. It would be the perfect song for a happy end, no matter what it looks like. It's just a happy song. That's it from me. Have a good time. Yours, Stefan. Hey, next up we have Miss Harriet from Australia. She says, hi, Colin and Whitney. Happy December. 2023 has been on five times speed. Yes. Yes, it has. Yes. It's so weird. Sorry, I didn't email last week. Exams took a toll and the end of the school year ended within like a week. So I was pretty much out of it. Oh, yeah. She's on like summer break. Right. Yeah. Because she's in Australia. Yep. Uh, a mini life update. I'm now on my summer break. I dropped my phone into a boat marina and got stranded on a boat on the same day and found out my primary school best friend is coming back to my school. That's always exciting. That's fun. Sorry about your phone. We'll be yes. To the actual topic, what I want to hear in season five, Stranger Things, what, what I want to hear in season five of Stranger Things in terms of period accurate songs, I think an instrumental of Release the Bats by the birthday party from 1982. Look at that. says it would be kind of funny kind of a funny song to play if the demo bats are sent out by vecna to hunt the kids and they have to defend themselves it would be kind of funny i really feel like the bass and drums in that song so it would be very cool to hear it yeah that's a good song i hadn't heard that one before actually that's a good song another one with a good instrumental track that would add to the feelings is jigsaw feeling by susie is it susie susie and the banshees yeah why did i say susie 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 (laughs) and the banshees susie sue in the band. She's in 1978. Here's a clip of that. She said, I think it would be kind of fun. There actually are lyrics, but I, I was kind of pulling the instrumental bit. So that's what that was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I think it would be kind of fun to experiment with that song playing in the background while Elle has a bit of a weird moment or a jigsaw feeling, pun intended, when she is experimenting with her powers but realizes she can't do everything she wants, has to do anymore, and is a bit out of practice with them after being powerless for months and feels she has no real role in the group anymore because she's so used to being the one with powers. Yeah. For songs that are not period accurate, I think Inside Out from 1998 by Duster... Really, anything by Deftones would be a cool song to hear in the background of scenes, purely because I love the sound of anything they do, really. And in honor of 1989 Taylor's version coming out a few months ago, I think I would pick two of my favorites either You Are in Love or Clean from 2014. in love for my babies max and lucas purely for the line pauses then says you're my best friend Mm -hmm. because i want them to have like a friends to relationship arc and clean for the entire group as at the end hopefully they will be clean from vecta and the upside down also for the line i scream so loud but no one heard a thing for l when she was in the water tub thingy in season one and when she is in her little head void thing Yep. That's all I have for this email. Have a Merry Christmas, everyone. And here's to an announcement of some sort in 2024. 
<laughs> love Harriet. Or or new episodes in 2024. Right? Yes. Right. Anything. Yep. All right. Next one's from Kirsten. Hello, Colin Whitney. The strikes are over and we are so close to the start of filming Stranger Things 5. Have you guys seen some of the newest set pictures and the newest set leaks that are floating around? And what do you guys think of them? I'll actually post a link to a couple of our socials so you can see that. Yeah, I haven't, we haven't really seen a whole lot. It's just been, you know, like, you know, the bulletin board and, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, I saw something where they were outside of Mike's house. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, and we saw the picture of the the duffers. I don't know. It was like their hotel room or the house they were in with their with their script notebook sitting on one of the tables. I wonder if people cool. just are constantly on set watching them film, like if people are just like hovering around. Oh, I'm in sure. Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. Especially now, good lord. I mean, you can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, all the people that just go down there just for like you know just to see where it was filmed and all that kind of stuff yeah well there was a sign in front of mike's house that was like yeah move along yeah 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 like you can't just loiter here right yeah uh kirsten says it really intrigued me that there was an image in hawkins high showing a poster of a holiday food drive originally i didn't think they would have that stability in hawkins following the last scenes of season four and i definitely didn't think school would still be on do you guys oh. still, yeah, do you guys think that this could have something to do with the time jump? Anyway, it seems like we will be getting a Thanksgiving slash Christmas season from what I've seen. Yeah, so we, we talked I about do that think that, year. I wonder if it they're just using the, remember they were using the school as a shelter. Yeah, it was the, it was kind of the, the. Did it say Hawkins High food drive? Yeah, the, uh, I'll, I'll post or was it? it? But, well, here I can, I can show a clip of it. It just says oh, yeah. student council annual it does holiday say food student drive. Council. Yeah, yeah. I agree with Kristen. I did not. I would not think that school would be back in session, considering there's a giant hole in the middle of town. Yeah, right. What do I know? <laughs> what do I know? <laughs> right. Uh, I'm thinking late. Late 2025 seems likely, and after a bit of thinking, wouldn't a Stranger Things Day or a Stranger Things Day release be fitting? Um, late 2025. That's what she said. 2025. But I'm thinking, and I like your thought of 2024 much better. So surely we'll to God, I know. It <laughs> can't take them 20. two years to film it. God help me. No, no, no offense to Kirsten, but no, no. Like, let's, I don't think. I think let's have some would, optimism here. Yeah, I think people would riot. I know. Yeah, because then it would be 2025. So 23 years. Yeah, that's says three plus years, three and a half years. Yeah. That's like longer than they took for COVID. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I uh, don't have much to say this time around in terms of general stuff. So I'll get straight to the topic of this month's episode. There are so many brilliant 80 songs that I could be, that I think could be used in season five, depending on the plot of potential events. But I have a list of just a few here. Number one, thank God it's Christmas by Queen, which I've never actually heard before. And I'm, I'm kind of a Queen fan. Uh, came out in November of 1984. So here's that. Kirsten says, I think depending on the ending situation and the timing of the season finale, this could be a good song for a more somber Christmas ending, and it could even play in the final credits or a final scene. I agree. Yeah, I just I'm I'm kind of getting over the fact that I've never heard that, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, number two, she says the final countdown by Europe. I think this song would be quite fitting for a song to play in the background when they prepare to go in the final battle against the upside down uh, and Vecna. And then number three, okay. she says, I've had the time of my life by Jennifer Warnes from Dirty Dancing came out in July of 1987. 
says, I think this would be a good song to play if they end up leaving Hawkins at the end. They could uh, play some memories in a montage when they leave, which I agree. Anyway, that's all for now. Enjoy your December, Kirsten. I thought about Dirty Dancing. Yeah. But then I was like, when are they going to have time to see this movie? They're going to be like fighting Vecna. Right. So they're not going to, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. This is this was this is how my brain works when right. I was trying to find. It'd be interesting to say maybe, maybe they rebuilt Starcourt Mall and they can go back and maybe. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have an email from Sam. He says, "Hello, I am Sam, a 15 year old guy from the UK, and this is my first time writing in. Well, welcome, Sam. Yahoo! I have been listening to the podcast for a while now, and after Spotify Wrapped came out, I found out I was in the top one percent of listeners in this podcast. Thank you, Sam. Hey, Sam. So I just thought it was right that I finally write in. I almost found out. I also found out that I am in the top 05 percent of Taylor Swift listeners. You and you and my daughter, Sam. Yeah, but that's that's no mean feat to be in the top half of a percent of Taylor Swift listeners. All the Taylor I, Swift I, listeners. Like, are is that all you're listening to, Sam? That, Has that to must be. be literally. It's it's either yeah. it's like. 10 hours of Taylor Swift, an hour of our podcast, and then 10 more hours of Taylor yeah. Swift. Yeah. yeah. I know there are some Swifties here. I'm a diehard fan myself. So, so hi to all the other Swifties. Yes, Sam. I actually created them a little Swifties channel in the in the Discord so they there can talk about her till their heart's content. Yep. I am currently watching the whole show again and listening to your podcast on each episode once I finish each one. Anyways, these are my top three songs. I think we need Stranger Things 5. Africa by Toto from 1982. I know it's random, but I absolutely love it. And I think it would work great for, it would be great for a moment between 11 and Mike. I totally yep. agree. I love this song. Yeah. I just saw Toto live in earlier this year. Yeah. A couple months, couple months ago, I think. Yeah. No, it was February. That's how fast this year has gone. By. Oh, you just saw someone recently though. Like in the Guns past. And Roses. That's who it was. Yeah. Yeah. In September. Uh, next, they have Uptown Girl by Billy Joel from 1983, which I love. Yeah. I love Billy Joel. Yeah. I just think it would be a fun way to start or end one of the episodes, and it's a great song. I agree. It's It could be one of those song, like juxtaposition songs where yeah. it's something creepy, and they like just do the the vocals, maybe. And yeah. like, yep. I think that would be cool. Or if and Billy I, comes back. Oh my God, don't give him hope. I don't. don't. <laughs> He's not Billy, coming back. Billy or Eddie. Either one of them comes back. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. No. Right. And finally, Sweet Child of Mine, My Guns and Roses, I think would be good for if Eddie somehow came right. back. Right. Yeah. Sam, God love you. I know, right? Okay, next up from uh, Quinn, uh, Ahoy, Colin and Whitney, only a few ideas for Stranger Things 5 music. As previously discussed in the air tonight, this is, he mentioned it in last week's, uh, or last month's episode, um, from Phil Collins in 1981, this is another one. Um, he said as the remix and the trailer, he thought this would be a good song and serving a similar role as Separate Ways did. Uh, so here is a trailerized version of In the Air Tonight. It's by Joseph William Morgan. Uh, came out in 2015. And this is another one of those. This is what I was talking about, Whitney, with the guys or the the groups or whoever that just do these trailerized versions. So he has a whole album of songs like this. So this I'm is I'm just gonna go listen to this for yeah. like an hour afterwards. Yeah, so here's his version of In the Air Tonight. Which is, it's just, it's just, I mean, it's, it's just perfect. Well, like, do you know how often, like, 
in my life, like I've always, remember we did this, me and you years ago, we wrote articles. We wrote that one. We each got an article published in USA Today. You oh, right, me, right, right. Yep. Um, It was, mine was like top five motion, top five songs to have a slow motion entrance. Walk, yeah, walk in a away movie. from, yeah, like whatever. Top, yep, yeah. Yep. So like, I constantly think of soundtrack songs, like, right. and when Evie was little, when she was nervous about a test or something, I'd be driving her to school and I'd be like, let's find you a song, like your entrance song to like walk right. into school. And yeah. So we would find it like, you know, like a, like song to get her pumped up and not That's cool. Yeah. Test or whatever. So that they have these trailerized versions. I'm excited yeah, yeah. to go listen. Yeah. If you just go on Spotify and you search, I think I actually searched trailerized just to see, you know, kind of what was out yeah. there. So, so if you just look up trailerized, you'll, you'll, you'll come across a lot of these mm-hmm. songs that I kind of pulled. So uh, Quinn also says we belong by Pat Benatar, uh, which came out in 1984. Seems most appropriate for when Steve and Nancy get back together. He also says, I would love to hear some Guns N' Roses, was originally thinking Welcome to the Jungle when the troop heads back into the Upside Down, but that seemed a little too on the nose and the lyrics don't quite line up. Paradise City, he said, would work well ironically when cruising through the current state of Hawkins, or they could use Sweet Child of Mine somehow as a tribute from Mike to L. Unfortunately, the best song from Appetite for Destruction, Mr. Brownstone, would not be appropriate. No, it wouldn't. But it's a good song. It's a great album. I, I will be shocked if they don't use some Guns N' Roses. Yeah, I would think so. Uh, I'd also like to hear some Beastie Boys. No sleep to Bro- no sleep till Brooklyn from '87 could work if the crew needs to travel somewhere in a hurry and or under pressure. The problem I'm running into is there are so many great songs and artists in the area. It's difficult to pinpoint specific songs for specific purposes, especially since season five is supposed to be a more action oriented season. I chose Guns N' Roses and Beastie Boys because they are the first ones that came to mind from that period. I would have been in seventh or eighth grade then. And their songs could work in action or sequences. Other artists that I remember being big being big then were Def Leppard, The Bangles, Huey Lewis on the News, uh, Fleetwood Mac, Aerosmith, Genesis, Bon Jovi, Steve Winwood, NXS, Rock On, mm-hmm. George Michael, and then Bruce Hornsby in the range. Songs by any one of them would be great additions to the soundtrack. Speaking of which, Throwing It All Away by Genesis and Everywhere by Fleetwood Mac are two of my all-time favorite 80s songs at polar ends of the love genre spectrum. They could work for either a character breakup or getting back together. I love Everywhere by Fleetwood Mac. YouTube zapped it, but it'll be on the playlist. Um, a couple honorable mentions are um, another song from the 80s, which I loved and I haven't heard in ages, is Heart and Soul by Tapau. Came out in February of 1987. Here's that one. Uh, and then he says also Ice House, um, their song Electric Blue, which he says calls to mind uh, VH1. Vecna Henry one's electric blue eyes. Oh yeah. But is a poor match lyrically. Anyway, there are still too many. Good luck sorting it all out. Quid. Yes. That's <laughs> well, we will sort it out. And this is, this is why yeah. we're here. So yeah. Yep. All right. Thanks Quinn. Next up, we've got an email from Nina. She says, hi, Colin and Whitney. This episode is very fitting because Spotify wrapped came out yesterday. I don't listen to much eighties music, although new wave pop was in my top five genres. 
when I do, it's mostly music that is already in Stranger Things because Stranger Things is the only reason I ever listen to 80s music. My favorite 80s song, songs that are not in Stranger Things are probably Take On Me and Tears For Fears, Everybody Wants to Rule the World, which came out in 1985. Here's that. says to be honest i'm surprised michael jackson was not in stranger things he was the trailer the trailer yeah the yeah. thriller yeah thriller in the season two trailer uh, but just like i'm surprised the beatles were not in it either but the beatles that, are older i guess yeah they are older and, and there's probably song rights um you know oh yeah i bet there's the amount of money that i have to pay but but yeah it is kind of funny because you would think you know somewhere in the halloween you know, trick-or-treat freak episode, you know, somebody would have been dressed up like Michael Jackson or, you know, somebody, mm-hmm. you know, you would have thought that, but yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, she said, so I can't really answer this question that well, because I don't listen to 80s music that is not in Stranger Things. Sorry for the bad email. <laughs> I love your podcast. It always brightens up my day. Thank you for the hard work. Best wishes, Nina. Okay. That does it for song recommendations. Again, um, we'll have the Spotify playlist up by the time this airs. So you guys can check that out. Uh, we did have a couple other last emails um, unrelated. So this is from Nate says, hello, Colin and Whitney. I just discovered your podcast and wanted to say thank you. I strategically waited until recently to binge all the episodes and avoid most of the dark void, avoid most of the dark void, surprisingly not remembering any spoilers. I finished season four last month and listened to all your episodes soon after. Thank you, Nate. I don't have any music choices for season five, but would love to hear some of your favorite songs in general. Also, I really hope we hear the soldier soundtrack again from Dixon and Stein because I love it so much. Yeah, that's that's this song. Uh, please do another Zoom podcast soon. And sorry for the lengthy email. Thanks, Nate. Oh, yeah, that's another thing we should we should mention. We should you, do another. Yeah, we should we should get another Zoom podcast going, and we'll we'll try to figure out a time zone that works a little bit better for. I know a lot of our littles are in Europe, um, and then Harriet just has to be halfway around the world. I know um, Harriet, just move, okay? Yeah, right. Um, so yeah, but we'll we'll definitely work on that in the next couple months or so. See if we can put together something for that um so thank you nate for that email uh next we have an email from hayden says hey or not hayden sorry aiden Aiden. i've got hayden on the brain hey aiden's finally back it's really two months and i missed this podcast we're glad you're back Aiden. yeah i honestly wouldn't really mind if they go back in time as long as they keep their memories i would prefer to have a final battle in present time but if they have to go back i'll be okay I have a theory that if they go back in time, maybe Nancy will split from the group to save Barb, but ends up letting Barb die and moves on and gets over her extreme guilt. I think this is partially because in season four, when Vecna gets Nancy, it shows her main struggle is the grief over Barb shown by her being in Steve's pool. Right. P.S. The strikes are over. Yay. <laughs> Hooray. Yay. And our last yeah. email is from Audrey. Hey, Colin and Whitney, how's it going? Happy Thanksgiving and happy holidays. I couldn't think of any songs right now. So this is just more questions. One, could Eddie be alive? No. No. <laughs> Two, do you think Will is going to be the main plot in season five? Yes. Probably. I yes. Probably. Three, is Woo-hoo. Steve going to die in season five? <laughs> no. No. If so, no, I'm not, not watching it. And that's well, all for they've now. already they've said will's gonna be a major plot line yeah. will he be the major plot line 
I don't know. No, I, mean, I, I, I think he'll be big. But yes, Eddie will I not think... be alive and Steve is not going to die. So no, I could see them. Uh, I saw this and then I thought about it, too, that they said Will might have to die to sacrifice himself like he sacrifices himself and then i thought maybe that's why the duffers didn't put him with anybody Ooh, like that's why he's single Focus. but i don't know that would yeah. kill joyce it just wouldn't be a happy ending if any of them no, die no i think i think they can they can work around that and they can yeah. kill off a little person or, or a, 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 a secondary character That'd like who fun. oh i don't know owens i don't know yeah 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 like that mm, but none yeah. of the kids no even the older kids. Right. No. So. Okay, so that does it. It does it for 2023. Yeah, it does. We're we will be back on January 4th of 2024. And for our next episode, we're going to get back to our character deep dives and we're going to do da, 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 da. Chief, Jim Jim Hopper. Hopper. Oh, yeah, Hopper uh give us your thoughts on hopper your favorite things about hopper your least favorite things about hopper anything you want to tell us about hopper get them to us you could do some fan art if you want you could make us some fan fiction if you want whatever you want to do don't make it long we can't read all that no okay (laughs) (laughs) but yes get us your thoughts uh by new year's eve which should be easy to remember yeah uh and then we will and to keep him on your mind you can watch violent night it's violent night season it is violent night season so yes check that out what's what's that on is that on i don't know if i bought i think i bought it so when i went to look it just said watch again just to to see but i think it might be on prime let's see it is yeah, I think I think you can rent it somewhere. I was thinking it was Netflix or something, but I don't think it is. I must um, own it. If uh, hold on, I'll tell you. Yeah, so I think you can. Um, Do you have the Just Watch? I'm sure it's app? like on on Prime or you know whatever. Do you not have the Just Watch app? It's the I best. don't. No, I look it up on um, on Chrome because Chrome tells oh, you no. exactly. Yeah, but it's, it's not on. It's accurate. on. It's on Prime for three ninety nine. Um, yeah. Actually, it's on one of Prime subs. Yeah, it is. I don't know which one though. But yes, oh, you can you can find it. And it's it is good. It is good. It's very gory though. Yes, it's 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 a so hard maybe R, the but little it's, but it's fine. Yeah, but it's it's good. It's good. It's good. Okay, it's good. so boom. It does it. All right, everybody. As always, thank you for listening. If you want to email us, you can email us at scoopsboypod at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at scoops hoy pod we have a discord if you want to join the discord and join that discussion you can talk about taylor swift and then i made a new channel i've already forgotten what it was uh, for the me. for the play the um oh yeah yeah, yeah. it was for the play you can talk yep. about that yeah all that stuff it uh you can find the link to that at the top of our twitter and i think it's at the top of our facebook pinned yep yes so and this podcast is also on YouTube if you want to look at me and Colin while we read your emails. Yeah, this yes. is how we look. This, this is, is us. us. This is us. This is how this is how serious I take this podcast as I'm like laying here back yes, in my you're, chair. You're lounging <laughs> with your feet up. <laughs> with my sweats on. Yeah. Anyways, as always, I want to thank everybody for listening and I hope you tune in next time. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.
Stranger Things audio clips and official score are the property of Netflix. Incidental music by Blue Mountain Score from